Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Wendy Gillespie, sitting in for Angela Mariani and inviting you to join me for the next hour as today's performers of medieval, renaissance, and baroque music bring to life the music of the distant past. This hour, we're spinning some of early music's number one hit singles alongside some listener requests. Join us as we explore a variety of fresh interpretations of some of early music's greatest hits, We'll also hear a featured release, Cassia, music of a 9th century Byzantine abbess by the all-female vocal group Vokame.
We heard the first movement of the third Brandenburg Concerto in a lively rendition by the English ensemble Red Priest from their 2010 recording, Johann, I'm Only Dancing. Ever since someone had the bright idea to start installing audio speakers in public spaces, classical music has regularly been conscripted to serve as piped-in background noise, a kind of auditory wallpaper, if you will. Music in this context is not intended to be the main focus of the audience's attention. Instead, it is meant to be passively absorbed while the listener focuses on the task at hand shopping or eating, or even playing a video game. This practice has given some great music a bad rap over the years. Some pieces have been so absorbed into our brains as a part of the contemporary public soundscape that we almost can't help but roll our eyes when we hear them, oh, that piece again, we start thinking. But in reality, none of these old chestnuts was originally intended to serve as oral window dressing. So how about giving them a second chance?
we heard the Toccata and Fugen D minor by Johann Sebastian Bach, played on the flintrop organ of Duke Chapel by Fenner Douglas. Everybody knows the Toccata in D minor, right? But had you ever heard the accompanying fugue? We just heard both pieces performed back-to-back on a historically inspired organ. Organ builders much like other members of the historically inspired performance movement, have devoted a lot of time, energy, and research to learning about the organs of Bach's day and then endeavoring to recreate those sounds. Speaking of music everybody knows, how about the oft-reviled Pachelbel Canon in D? This piece is so well-known that it's difficult for most of us to take it seriously but it was not originally intended to be a joke.
That was the Canon and Gig in D Major by Johann Pachelbel, performed by the English Concert under the direction of Trevor Pinnock. You can become a fan of Harmonia Early Music on Facebook or follow our updates all week long on Twitter. Just search for Harmonia Early Music. That rhythm, especially when you add a descending minor third, has got to be one of the best known in all of classical music. Beethoven composed his Fifth Symphony at the very beginning of the 19th century. At the time, his world was filled with war and political turmoil, and Beethoven was struggling personally with his own increasing deafness. As legend has it, that iconic motif was actually the result of writer's block. Supposedly, Beethoven was sitting, unable to produce even one note of his next symphony, when somebody knocked at the door. He heard the knock, put pen to paper, and started scribbling furiously. The tale is probably apocryphal, but it's a pretty good story nonetheless. Thank you. 
We heard the first movement of Beethoven's iconic Fifth Symphony performed by the Orchestra of the 18th Century under the direction of Franz Bruchin. All of the music we've heard so far has been instrumental, but there are some pretty famous vocal works out there, too. Ever heard of Handel's Messiah? Honestly, a lot of people in Handel's day had heard of it, too. It was, even in the composer's lifetime, fairly popular, and it was performed regularly across Europe. Despite its popularity, the composer didn't hesitate to make changes to the Finnish score when it suited him. Soprano arias become alto arias. Whole movements changed keys, instrumental sections were shortened or lengthened, and so on and so forth, resulting in the existence of several different versions of some movements. Unlike many popular 18th century works, Messiah has never truly fallen out of favor and can still be heard regularly across the globe.
We heard the Hallelujah Chorus from Handel's Messiah, performed by the Taverner Choir and Players, under the direction of Andrew Parrott. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, fostering the performance, scholarship, and community of early music. On the web at earlymusicamerica.org. I'm Wendy Gillespie. Springtime is upon us. The birds celebrate her return with festive song, and murmuring streams are softly caressed by the breezes. Thunderstorms, those heralds of spring, roar, casting their dark mantle over heaven. Then they die away to silence, and the birds take up their charming songs once more. That sonnet was written, possibly by Vivaldi himself, to accompany the first section of his concerto, Spring, from the four seasons. Each season has its own accompanying sonnet, each of which is divided into three sections, just like the music, fast, slow, fast. Published in 1725, the first printed scores have markings to indicate which musical passages are representative of which verses of the sonnet.
We heard Spring from Vivaldi's Four Seasons, performed by Boston Baroque under the direction of Martin Perlman. You can find hundreds of archived episodes, playlists, and podcasts online at harmonierearlymusic.org. On our featured release, we're exploring the music of 9th-century Byzantine abbess, Cassia. Cassia was a poet, composer, and hymnographer. Despite the fact that she died before 865, nearly 50 of her hymns are extant, and quite a few of those 50 are still sung in the Eastern Orthodox Church today. Cassia is one of only two Byzantine women who are known to have written under their own names during the Middle Ages. And that name has become the title of a recording by the all-female group Vokame. That recording was released in 2009. Thank you. 
selections from our featured release, the recording Cassia, music of a 9th century Byzantine abbess performed by the all-female vocal group Vokame. Learn about recent early music releases on the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. You can leave a comment or question anytime by visiting harmoniaearlymusic.org and clicking on Contact. The writer for this edition of Harmonia is Elizabeth Clark. Thanks to our studio engineer, Mike Paskesh, and our staff, Janelle Davis and Luann Johnson. Additional technical support comes from KTTZ at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Our producer is Elizabeth Clark. Our executive producer is John Bailey. And I'm Wendy Gillespie, sitting in for Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. Harmonia.